0: I'm fighting a sneeze so hang on Like either sneeze or don't It's it's like stuck No I'm sure I'll sneeze right In the beginning of the show It would be wonderful Can't wait. All right, fuck it. You ready? Sure. Dance, monkey, dance. hello and welcome to this week's episode of dance monkey dance i'm chris i'm john how you doing john i'm doing great how are you um soggy soggy why are you soggy for like three days straight here oh better than snow it that's very true but still soggy so uh how's things down there nice yeah
1: warm (laughs) yeah very surprising. It's it's a nice day. Nice. Lovely day here in Florida.
0: <laughs> could be worse. You could be living in Anchorage. I could. That's some that fucked up shit some, right there.
1: That's uh, scary stuff. I can't imagine. Did
0: you see any of the video? Yeah. 7.0 earthquake rolling through the town? <laughs> mm, yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Things like bouncing not just shaking but like bouncing yep yeah it's that's but you know our government won't do anything about that it's fine i'm sure <laughs> you know whatever are you sad about the passing of the 41st president of the united states
1: uh no <laughs> no <laughs> no he was a good man, I guess.
0: Do you think it's? Do you think people are now looking back on the time of of George H. W. Bush and being like, "Oh, we had it so good."
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna look up on 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 W's presidency and say, "Hmm, wasn't so bad." <laughs> uh,
0: at least, well, I mean, they used to say that W was an embarrassment to the country, but he he's not, not. Anything not compared what it could to what be. we have now. No. <laughs> I guess uh, I just read a thing that said that um, Trump is at this big G20 conference yes. thing. Yes. And he basically did not stick around for the big group picture and was heard on, um, on Mike saying, get me out of here.
1: Oh, really? So, I didn't hear that far. So,
0: you know, just high class all around.
1: Well, yeah. I also saw something about the tweets he put out about never being about happy to be in Argentina um, because he's never been to Africa before. It's huge.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're you're an SNL guy. Did you watch last night's SNL? I did. Was was the cold open any good? Because I hear Alec Baldwin was back.
1: Uh Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. It was heavy handed. <laughs> it was pretty much, you know, you're going to jail or somewhere soon.
0: Ah, uh, if only that were true.
1: Oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> Just hoping, hoping and praying. <laughs> waiting for a Christmas miracle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen by Christmas.
1: Mm, no, <laughs> I. doubt it. it would be wonderful if it. did. I mean, just one of them, you know, just Ivanka in handcuffs being, you know, pushed into a squad car. <laughs> I, I would say I would be satisfied with that. Would you? Or, or Donnie Junior killing himself. Oh damn! You know dude. something. You know, <laughs> give me something to be helpful for. That's rough. That's not rough.
0: Okay. Oh, Kid Rock's getting in trouble again. Yeah. The singer used an expletive to describe Joy Joy, Joy Bayhard during an interview on Fox and Friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Kid Rock's profane comments on live TV have gotten him booted from from leading the Nashville Christmas parade. Uh, Friday morning Kid Rock used an expletive to describe Joy Behar during an interview Friday on Fox and Friends he did the interview Mm -hmm. from his bar in Nashville where he swigged bourbon while tending bar on camera and said he had been drinking coffee and Irish cream liqueur God forbid you say something a little wrong, you're racist, homophobic Islamophobic Uh, this, that, and the other. People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct, Kid Rock said, and I would say, you know, love everybody, except I'd say, screw that Joy Behar bitch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, so, what the fuck? He he called her a bitch. Okay, now what?
0: (laughs) But, I mean, it's a little weird that he just called her out without any context.
1: Well, I'm Sure, he felt he had context. If he he could, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but if you're not going to give that context, then you're just picking on somebody. Well, yeah. What about it? Okay. (laughs) Oh, well. Fuck you, Kid Rock. (laughs) Grow up.
1: Whatever. Whatever. whatever The
0: top comment on Reddit is I thought Fox didn't care about the opinions of celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Did uh you you don't have streaming, right? I do not. Why? Okay. Um, Marvel just. Or they, not Marvel. Netflix just canceled another Marvel TV show. Yeah. Uh, this time they canceled Daredevil, which is a real shock because Daredevil is by far the best of the shows. Mm hmm. So. Um, it feels a little weird to me that they would. Take the low level characters such as Daredevil and Punisher and. Jessica Jones when they have a level celebrities that are willing to do TV shows on Disney plus. Right. So I know Marvel has said daredevil's not gone completely. They're going to work him into other things, but I just don't see them doing that in a time when they're getting Tom Hiddleston and Sebastian Stan to show up to do 10 episodes of something.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, It's not to be unexpected. I mean, why would Netflix, a streaming service, be producing content that's going to direct somebody to a rivaled streaming
0: service? Well, but the problem problem becomes um, you can't tell. What Disney's going to end up facing is the fact that Netflix has bought and paid for the episodes that are already done. So, the first sure. three seasons of that, first two of Luke Cage, the first two of Iron Fist, whatever they're going to do with Jessica Jones and Punisher. And basically, they are holding on to those. So, Disney is going to have to come at Daredevil from a different perspective because they're not going to want you to go to Netflix to watch the first three seasons. Correct. So they're going to they're going to have to do something new, but the reason why Daredevil worked was because of Charlie Cox. Yeah, well. So it's a li- like it'd be weird to keep him as Daredevil and then go off in this different direction. Especially because they teased this big thing at the end of this season about Bullseye and how like the whole next thing was going to be about him and Bullseye. Right? So now all of a sudden they're either going to do that and be like, well, you got to go watch the backstory on this somewhere else or they've got to go in a completely new direction. Right. So it just feels weird that like, they're like, Oh yeah, he's not, he's not gone. But like in order to do that, they've, they've really got to like shuffle shit around. Right. Unless they go to like, they just start dropping daredevil into like the MCU shit.
1: Well, I mean, there's nothing to say that, that Disney doesn't work out a deal where they get the Daredevil catalog and Charlie Cox. But at this point, neither one is going to do anything with it because they're not going to give free advertising to a rival network. Right. So, you know, it may be extremely popular for Netflix, but in the long run, it just doesn't make sense for a business.
0: No. You think it wouldn't matter, though? I mean, in this day well, age. As, everything... long as, as long as Marvel's making money off of it, who fucking cares?
1: Sure. But I think that we're getting to that point where brands want to consolidate into one
0: convenient package. I guess, but they're not, like Marvel's not going to be doing that anyway. What like, do you mean? Well, cause, because I read a thing that basically if the Venom movie hadn't done well, Sony was on the verge of just giving the rights back or selling the rights back to Marvel for Spider-Man. Sure. But because Venom did so well, they're like, no, we're not giving back Spider-Man. Right. So there are characters that they're not going to get back. Very, very popular characters. And they're partnering with Sony to bring those stories to movie theaters. So why wouldn't you just keep going with the Netflix stuff and just have it its own little thing? Mm. Because they're not they're not introducing them into the MCU. They're not introducing them into Agents of Shield or any of the other stuff that Marvel's got going on. So why wouldn't you just say it's popular enough to keep doing this over here? Right. I don't know.
1: I don't know. There must be some accountant somewhere saying <laughs> This is important
0: to do right now. It shouldn't be based on the accountants though. It should be based on what people like.
1: But that's not what's important. <laughs> it's not what they like. It's what they spend money on.
0: Well, one of the reasons people spending 11 bucks a month on Netflix is because there are Marvel TV shows on that platform. Sure,
1: and now that eleven dollars a month will go to somebody else's service,
0: I guess i mean i'm not, I'm not dropping Netflix for Disney plus you're not no i'm gonna I'm going to see how much Disney plus costs first, sure, and then I'll make the decision of whether or not I pick that up, but I'm not gonna drop Netflix if I pick up Disney Plus okay there's too much good stuff on Netflix there's too many shows that I, I watch that are still having seasons made right? Um, that is worth that money
1: so that's fine right you know you're, you're putting your dollars behind what you're interested in
0: but i don't know if if people will drop netflix just to go to disney plus i mean i'm
1: sure they won't but i'm sure that there are other people who will come up with different reasons to do it well maybe so it's not just a matter of oh well this this one program is moving so i have to drop this and and pay for that instead right I don't think that's how it's going to work, but, but who the hell knows? I mean, there's so many flipping options coming up.
0: Well, and that's the thing. And now it's just as bad as cable.
1: Right. So, you know, do you, do you get stars over HBO Latin? (laughs) You know, I mean, how do you, you, you've got to come up with the criteria for what you're actually going to be using. Right. And if it's, if you're, spending money on a streaming service for just a handful of programs then maybe that's not the right choice.
0: Maybe. I mean, who knows what Disney's going to end up doing with Hulu?
1: Right.
0: And how many of those TV shows that are on there will be dropped because they're not going to want us have the controlling interest be Disney right so who knows I I think we're just we're just living in the land
1: of monopolies (laughs) isn't that illegal though well used to be (laughs) apparently not anymore
0: Pine, whatever. So I watched, speaking of Disney, I watched a super old Disney film the other day. Okay. Um, we got on a discussion at work about uh, Disney movies in the seventies and how there was a time when they they seriously tried to compete with certain trends that were out uh-huh um, and got on the topic of the black hole sure and was able wanting to um during the discussion it came up that um there's all this weird imagery in it towards the end i don't know when the last time was that you saw the black hole
1: couldn't tell you
0: okay if you want to see it though you can see it online for free okay there's a website called archive.org yep and a lot of things end up there that you wouldn't normally think would end up there Hmm. and if you do a video search on Google for the black hole 1979 a couple of pages in you'll find a link for the entire movie on archive.org Wow. And I sat and I watched it for the first time probably since the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And it is a weird, fucked up film. Yeah. <clears throat> there, there's so much. Now, I will say that for 1978 or 79, in the wake of Star Wars and not being able to use um, industrial light and magic, who Disney went to or... or yeah, Disney went to Industrial Light and Magic and said, hey, we're making this film. Can you help us? Right. And they said no because they were gearing up for Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to go out and do the visual effects on their own. For 1978 not having a grasp on special effects, some of it still holds up. hmm Like surprisingly well. There are certain things about it that are not good like the laser blasts and like you can just kind of see the strings that are holding like Maximilian and the robots and sure, you know, that kind of stuff. But there is a whole bunch of like rear projection, green screen things that go on that. I was like, wow, I did not remember it being that well done.
1: You're talking about the, the meteor rolling down the center of the ship.
0: There's that there's um. they, they, wagered heavily on um, um, like matte painting ins- extensions of things. Mm-hmm. And while the colors don't exactly match the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the attempt was well done. Okay. Cause like nothing ages well, especially from back then. Sure. Even, even the original version of star Wars has matte lines and all kinds of shit in it. Mm hmm. But yeah, the big meteor rolling down, some of the um, some of the thing when they're in the little cart going through the ship. Uh, there's big wide shots, and even the even the the animation that was done for the black hole itself was pretty cool. But in order to get there, like it's, you look at something like Star Wars where, it's it starts on an action beat, and slows down and then there's an action beat and it slows down and it's that very much formulaic, like something's got to happen every 10 pages thing. Mm -hmm. This opens and you don't even see, um, what was his name in the movie? Reinhardt, which was like the top build guy, right? For like 40 minutes. And there's like 25 minutes of them trying to land a ship. And it's 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 this weird like mix of like you get all these kind of cool parts and then there's like they they have a dinner and they sit and they talk for twenty five minutes, right? And you're like, oh, okay. Can we get through this? Maybe I don't know. And then at the end, so <clears throat> I don't know if you remember the end of the movie. I don't. Okay, so. <clears throat> the the big red robot Maximilian kills Anthony Perkins spoiler alert for a 30 year old movie 40 year old movie Um, and hijinks ensue and the main guy gets crushed by a giant TV and gets sucked into the black hole Mm -hmm. and the the heroes that are left get into this probe ship and take off and they try to leave but they get sucked into the black hole too and it's it's almost like the director had seen 2001 a space odyssey and said we need to do like the stargate sequence from that very end but it needs to be shorter and less weird and there's there's about 10 minutes of like it almost looks like 10 frames a second like real choppy looking Mm -hmm. footage of people spinning in a circle. (laughs) Okay. And then it cuts to the main bad guy, Reinhardt, like meeting back up with Maximilian. And he almost, he goes to like puts his arm around the robot Mm -hmm. and then it cuts to the dude's eyes inside Maximilian. So he's now like stuck inside the robot and he's standing on a cliff and apparently it's the cliff of hell and it pulls back and there's fire and brimstone and all of the people that were on the ship that he lobotomized are like walking in these lines like around him and stuff and then it cuts back to the the people in the other ship are heroes And instead of red, it's all white and they're going like, there's a shot where you're going down a hallway and then an angel flies past. And I was like, this is a really weird ending for like a science fiction Disney film. And apparently like, I guess if you're bad and you go through the black hole, you wind up in hell. And if you're good and go through the black hole, you wind up coming out the other side And following the angels down through the gates and you're going to find a planet that you can live on. Because the last shot is them going towards a new planet. Right. And then credits. And I was like, wow, what a weird fucked up film. And especially something that was supposed to like take on Star Wars. Mm Mm-hmm. But it it hits all like the Star Wars beats. Like you can tell when they looked at it and they said, we need robots.
1: Well, it's like they took all of the popular things from science fiction movies yeah, and just threw it in the blender. Yeah. It's like, we're going to steal this. We're going to steal that. We're going to steal this over
0: here. We need a wisecracking robot that um, we can sell toys for. So they they take the personality of C-3PO and they put them kind of in the body of R2-D2, but they make them fly. And it's Malcolm McDowell is the voice Roddy McDowell uh, Roddy McDowell um yes of Vincent and right. then they find a beat up version and it's Bob and Bob. it's Slim Pickens yes sir and you're you're like oh okay. neither one
1: got now neither one got credited either
0: no <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that was on purpose or them. what <laughs> but but Roddy McDowell like like you could tell that they were hedging their bets on like toys of Vincent
1: Oh sure, because he yeah.
0: he's got all the witty lines. He's the dude that takes on all the, all the bad guys. He's the one that kills Maximilian. Yep, like it's it's all just this like oh we got like we're gonna sell like play sets of this shit, right? And then they did the weird ending, and I guess it just never like got a following,
1: right? Well, plus it featured Ernest Borgnine.
0: Right, and and like long before like. um like Escape from New York and all the other shit that he did that he got known for in the eighties, mm-hmm. Airwolf and all that other stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean he was fresh out of McHale's Navy.
0: <laughs> and he he's he's not the bad guy, but he like betrays them at one point.
1: Yeah, he's not the bad guy, but he's not a good guy either. No, he's just kind of into it for himself.
0: And the best part, so this takes place way in the future, <laughs> and they go to meet Reinhardt, and Reinhardt knows knows his character, and he actually asks him, "So are you still writing for the same newspaper?" And I was like, "Oh, that's so cute that they thought there'd still be newspapers way in the future." Right. It was a uh, it was pretty funny. But uh if if you're looking for like an interesting weird sci-fi film to watch, go to right. archive.org and look it up.
1: I mean, the spaceship is really cool. Yeah. They I, I mean, this was Disney's answer to Star Wars. Right. We're going to get into this sci-fi Genre in a big way and they spent like $20 million on it, but it, it, it it just didn't succeed in the right ways.
0: Well, and you can, you can tell why, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's designed to be a family, family film. It's designed to take on that star Wars aesthetic, but like they straight up murder a dude. Um, they like cuisinart him to death, right? With the spinning thing, and <laughs> I don't know if the clip is on YouTube, but the um, Anthony Perkins face during his death scene is one of the funniest things I've seen, probably in the last couple of years. <laughs> he does this <laughs> thing, <laughs> and and like they they don't show the actual impact of the spinning hand thing into his body. Right. Right. But, but they do it through like a like a binder. Mm-hmm. And then it's a close up of his face doing that weird thing. And I like I actually laughed out loud while I was watching the film. In the scene where it was supposed to be like, "Oh, they killed that guy." No, it's pretty funny. And also on archive.org if you want to see it, you can watch the whole thing of 2001. And you can also watch um Logan's Run, which is the next thing I'm going to watch. Oh, okay. Cuz it's been I've only seen Logan's one, Run once and that was when I was a kid, so.
1: Okay. I remember the TV series. I don't think I ever saw the movie. No.
0: No. Nope.
1: Okay. Remember the TV series. And you know what else you can see on archive? What? This little flick called Harley and <laughs> Selena.
0: <laughs> yes, that was the first place our, our short film ever wound up.
1: Yes, you should check it out if you haven't so far. <laughs> we'll just keep reminding you.
0: <laughs> yes. You know why I put it on archive.org? Why? Because it be- was cheap? Well, no, because their thing was that no matter what, they would never like get rid of the content. Right. So it was my way of ensuring that it would always be around. Hmm. Because who knows what's, what's ever going to happen with YouTube?
1: Uh, yeah, that'll be down the toilet soon.
0: With all the shit that's going on there.
1: Yep Yep
0: Well I've been doing something
1: this weekend That I've never done before Cocaine? Yes (laughs) And man I have never felt more alive
0: (laughs) I'm sorry go ahead
1: No I have been binge watching Oh I don't think I've ever binge watched before But I decided to go back And watch the most recent season of American Horror Story. Okay. And I did not know what to expect. I am totally blown away. I've got one and a half episodes left. Okay. A very unique storytelling. Okay. That I, I watched the first few seasons because I enjoyed them. And then they did the Lady Gaga thing and there was like so much blood and torture that I just couldn't deal with it. That's so like I, I don't like those things. I just, just don't like them. So I stopped watching it. And then I tried to watch the next season, which was called Roanoke, which I never captured me. And, and then there was cult, which was even more torture. So I never watched that, but, um, the casting in the latest version called Apocalypse is kind of what made me want to at least check it out and see what's going on. Okay. Because it stars Joan Collins from oh. Dynasty uh-huh. at, you know, 107 or however old she is now. <laughs> so I went she plays somebody's grandmother. So I wasn't sure if she was going to play it her real age. And she doesn't. She's dressed like Alexis from Dynasty the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she does get to say fuck, though.
0: Oh, there you
1: go. Um, Basically, it takes place at the end of the world, Uh in which there are several outposts that were set up prior to Armageddon where you were either pre-selected because of your genetic makeup um, being favorable to repopulating the earth, or if you had enough money to buy your way in. Oh, so this this group of people end up in this one outpost and it's this this just vacuous, vacuous, self-involved blonde woman named Coco St. Pierre Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and her hairdresser, <laughs> whose grandmother is, is Joan Collins. Um, Kathy Bates is in it. I don't know. I don't know what attracted Kathy Bates to American Horror Story money. But she's become one of the staples. Really. And some of the shit she does, <laughs> I mean compared to um misery, right. I mean, she's just this badass psycho <laughs> in in this newest newest version. So the, all these people are living underground in this bunker and they have to dress up in in Victorian clothes for dinner because they dress for dinner and All this weird stuff. And then all of a sudden, after like the third episode, they kill everybody in the bunker. And then the cast from season three, American Horror Story Coven, show up. (laughs) Okay. And suddenly they're involved in the show. And then we go back in time to their season. And then they cross over to American Horror Story season one, Murder House. And they've always said that all of the, all of the different years are connected somehow. And this is just hitting you over the head with all these details you've mess- missed in the past seven years and how it's all fitting together. Okay. And basically the Antichrist has come and the witches are trying to defeat it. And I'm, it, it's very bizarre. But it's it's very interesting storytelling.
0: So what you're saying is this is not a but show that you can just everybody. jump into.
1: No. No. I mean, if you were to like catch this mid season, I think you'd be lost.
0: Well, that's and cool. they keep
1: jumping. Well, well, we went from like two years after the apocalypse, and now we're back in time. Um it's catching up. It's like several days before the apocalypse now where the witches are trying to defeat the antichrist and the antichrist was the illegitimate child who was born in season one murder house. And <laughs> it's weird. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Joe Collins comes back as a different character as part of the coven cast called bubbles McGee. It's, <laughs> As a you know a slasher movie actress, it's like oh they couldn't call her Titz McGee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really interesting. It's like really caught my attention. And I mean, there's blood and guts. There's a couple of disembowelings. There's been a lot more snakes than I like.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: But um, I don't know. It's like interesting concepts. And the casts that they pull together for these. Um, Jessica Lang, who was in the first three or four seasons, comes back as her character from the first season. Okay. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's worth checking out.
0: I mean, I'm looking at... Oh, where'd it go? Um, I'm looking at the cast list. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's an interesting group.
1: Yeah, there's like a bunch of Broadway people, there's Sarah Paulson who's been in every season, I think. Right. Um a few of them who've been in every season so far.
0: Carrie Fisher's daughter Ed, has a role? Billy Lord, yeah. yeah. Yep. Dina Meyer. Yep. Wow.
1: The girl from, from Precious is in there.
0: Oh really? wow yeah it's uh it's an interesting cast list very much so i mean angela bass
1: billy eichner's in it playing multiple characters
0: but see that sucks that you like like it's not it's not um Accessible enough to be like, well, okay, here's a really good story, but you have to have watched seven seasons before it to understand what's going on.
1: Well, I don't know if you had to watch all seven seasons, but I think you have to have a passing knowledge of the seven seasons. Okay. So that when they show up at the hotel Cortez, you know that that was the setting for the lady Gaga season. Okay. That it just has, it has, a deeper meaning than just a location.
0: Okay. Well that's cool.
1: But it's very very bizarre.
0: I mean I like the idea of an anthology series.
1: I do too. It's, I like the idea that it's one season, it's ten episodes, you you get the story. You're not waiting on a cliffhanger.
0: It is a little weird, though, that, like, it's always the same actors.
1: Yeah, and always playing different characters, which is bizarre. <laughs>
0: oh, why can't get in there. I mean, I think I watched... I think I watched the first season. Yeah. That was the one in the house, right?
1: That was the one in the house with the gimp.
0: Yes. Who's back. And the, <laughs> the chick from spin city. Yes. Or Connie you know, Britt. Yes. Yep. Okay. See, I kind of know it. You do.
1: I'm, I'm sure you know enough
0: think so I think, think so I could watch it and like
1: I think you could watch this season and get through it okay it, it, it's been very bizarre That, I mean I was expecting this whole time to be super hardcore sci-fi horror right with you know the end of the world and what's happening and the, the evolution of mankind and stuff and it's like that was only like the first couple of episodes
0: Oh, I can watch the whole thing on Sling. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay.
1: Bookmark it. I am right now. There you go. Um, one of the one of the weird things, and they did this on the on the series, uh, the season called Coven, was <laughs> <laughs> like right in the middle of it. There's a music video starring Stevie Nicks, <laughs> uh, because Stevie Nicks has this this persona of being a white witch and you know she's got this big following so of course she would show up to entertain the witches
0: like in real life she has that yeah yeah oh okay
1: yeah she's got this this weird following but in this one she she shows up and I'm like that's Stevie Nicks (laughs) (laughs) and she goes what's up witches and goes into her song uh, As her and she plays herself. She's not a character. She is Stevie Nicks.
0: Right. Interesting. Yeah. What's up, witches?
1: What up, witches? <laughs> um. Some of the actors who go from season to season do really well because sometimes you can't even tell that that's what they were before. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: Um. There's this one actress, Frances Conroy, who's older actress usually p- plays kind of. Um, did you watch Young Sheldon? No. Okay. When when they send him to college, she's the professor who who agrees to like let him live with her family. Okay. Anyway, she's she's done a lot of weird stuff. Um, usually playing like crazy. Uh, Manipulator of old women.
0: Um, oh, she was in Castle Rock. I watched Castle Rock.
1: Okay. Okay. But it's uh, it's interesting. Like the past two days, I've just been like going through it, <laughs> which is nice too because you know you don't have to wait you know a week for an episode.
0: But you've never, this isn't the first thing you've binge watched, right?
1: I don't know. I kind of think it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I would like, when I finally caught up to Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, I would, you know, back in the day when you rented DVDs. (laughs) Yeah. And go through, you know, an episode or two a night or whatever. But this is just like the weekend beginning to end.
0: Getting up in your underwear and you're like fuck it, we're and watching. Staying American in it horror all day. Story.
1: Exactly.
0: You got chips next to you and some soda.
1: Uh I've got a can of mug root beer.
0: Shutting the shutting the phone off, being like, Don't bother me, bitches.
1: That's right. <laughs> I got important shit to do.
0: I got American horror story to watch.
1: That's
0: right. Wow. So the same writer of American Horror Story is the same writer from Glee?
1: Probably, because Ryan Murphy's the same producer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's who I'm looking at, Ryan Murphy. Yep. Wow. Uh, American Horror Story, Posse, whatever that is. American Crime
1: Story. Oh, is it... My posse pose
0: uh, Whatever <clears throat> um, American Crime Story I watched that one that was good That was the one about O.J. Simpson
1: uh, That one I didn't watch
0: At least one of the seasons was Yeah I think Yeah But I mean that had What's her name Sarah Paulson in it so Yes One of his favorites hmm
1: But she's got that weird lisp. Just irritates me.
0: Uh, he He also was the executive producer of Nip Tuck.
1: Oh, was he? I didn't realize that. I can see that now.
0: Back in the day. Hmm.
1: Very interesting.
0: Wow. He's also directed a couple of episodes of each. Yes. I guess that's what you do when you're the executive producer. I would like I to direct that, please. Yes. What are they going to do? Tell you no? Uh,
1: exactly. <laughs> but I wanted to do it. <laughs> you're fired.
0: Why did I think that Ryan Murphy was the guy that did The Shield? Mm, no Who am I, I don't think of? so Oh Sean Ryan Okay Too many of those weird names stuck yeah. together. Another FX show you know Yes Thought maybe just FX was the you know Ryan Murphy channel it Seems to be doesn't it <laughs> does have a lot of stuff on there yes so what's pose pose
1: is about the uh underground drag movement in new york before the aids epidemic oh it's interesting
0: that's some pretty heavy shit right there yeah it's very interesting also on fx look at that
1: of course (laughs) see i think that's how he does it he doesn't get a full season he just gets these 10-week chunks, so he's on all year, because he's got American Horror Story, he's got Pose, he's got Feud,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Can't, I'm not sure what else he's got, but he's got all these short-run series.
0: Oh, there's actually more than one season of Feud?
1: There's the second one they're working on now called Fosse-Verdon, I think.
0: Oh. Interesting, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's the ultimate way of storytelling, isn't it? I mean, if you're if you're a creator, you want to tell more than one story,
1: right? You don't want to be lassoed into a certain uh, story or genre or cast or whatever for six or seven seasons,
0: right? Exactly. So why wouldn't you do like, you know, like. Kurt Sutter can't get out of the the motorcycle thing you know he did Sons of Anarchy and then the second the, the show he did after that flop so he went back to Sons of Anarchy with right. the Mayan MC thing Lions. Yeah. and it's like you know he was doing 13 episodes of Sons of Anarchy a year or whatever it is so like like the other guy he's just like look I've got, I've got an idea for a show. It's 10 episodes long and then we're done. Right. And if you want to do a second season, we can come up with a second season. Right. But like, here's the stories that I want to tell. And then he can do like all kinds of shit. Hmm. Good on you. And that. that's what he's doing. Smart move. Yeah. Well now, I'll, now that uh, we're past the, like that we're in the Christmas like slow down for t v mm-hmm. I'll have to hit up American Horror Story and watch this one.
1: I would say it's definitely worth it, definitely worth checking out check check it out. <laughs> so have you finished all your holiday decorating?
0: uh no.
1: No, have you done outside yet?
0: No, because it's rained for the last two days. Oh. So I was going to attempt to do it yesterday. Hmm. Um. But instead, what it, what I did, what I did do was I was preemptive and I went through all of the the light strings. Uh huh. And made sure that there were no um, shorts. Yeah there were, there was no bulbs that were out. Instead of getting on a ladder and trying to do it later on. Right. So I'm ahead of the game. Well, good for you. But I'm sure now I'm gonna have to, like, one night when I come home from work in the dark, try to right. uh, put the lights up.
1: So you know what you do is you plug them in before you go up the ladder.
0: So I have, and fun. then you'll have
1: light with you. Yeah, sure. You know, it'd be A- perfect.
0: Except I work from the opposite side of the house.
1: Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to help. Screw you.
0: Why are you so mean?
1: Because I am. Ah, uh, humbug. <laughs>
0: <sighs> are you all set for Christmas? We're not going to get to talk until Christmas, are we? Until after no.
1: Christmas. No, right before Christmas. Right before Christmas. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: My tree's up. Is it? It's got lights on it and some ornaments. It's getting there. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised you put a tree up. I am too. (laughs) (laughs) Just felt like one day going, hey, I'm going to put the Christmas tree up.
1: Well, I didn't do it last year because I went home for Christmas. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I figured, eh, why not? (laughs) I put it in the living room this time so I can enjoy it every night while I'm watching TV. Oh. Yes.
0: The reflection gets on the TV, and you just throw the t- no. The tree actually, down. it's
1: in a good. No, it's in a good position. Oh, okay. The light coming in the, the sliding windows is actually worse than the TV than the <laughs> tree is. <laughs> I'm
0: like keeping you up. You are. <laughs> well, you're not doing overnights anymore.
1: Oh, well, actually, I've got to go in tonight. Oh. <laughs> i got to go in tonight. Uh,
0: yeah. Life of an international jet setter.
1: Exactly. <sighs> Has Olaf been behaving himself? Um...
0: I guess no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't deal with that shit. You should,
1: uh, that would be funny. If you actually did, you went and messed with it after he had already been placed. <laughs> like you move it somewhere totally different.
0: I mean, nine times out of 10, the kid gets up and says, "Wow, well, Olaf didn't go anywhere. He's still in the oh. same spot. <laughs> and I just shake my head. I don't know.
1: Olaf's lazy. Yeah. I mean
0: <laughs> Hey this just in Yes Herbie rides again And Mama's Family actor Ken Berry died
1: Oh that was yesterday
0: Oh well it's just being reported now On comicbook.com okay
1: uh, Well Jesus Get with it will Christ. you?
0: Yeah It was 85
1: Yeah From
0: the Whoops of the the No Turn off Ugh oh, Okay <clears throat> No what the hell? That was weird. It turned itself back on.
1: That's how important it is. Doesn't want you to miss it.
0: <laughs> oh wow, I don't I never realized how far back he went. F Troop, the Andy Griffith Show? Yep. Or no, the F Troop. Then F-Troop. he was on Mayberry R F D Which was the spinoff off of, of the Andy Griffith show. Yep. And then Mama's Family.
1: And Mama's Family. And Carol Bennett's show before that.
0: He was in such Disney classics as Herbie Rides Again and The Cat from Outer Space. Yep. He was what a song a and dance man.
1: Yes. Was known for theater before TV.
0: So this says, his talent as a song and dance man, it was Barry's knack for physical comedy that shone in many of his more memorable roles over the course of his career, and it's a career that got a significant boost from another beloved actor, Star Trek actor Leonard Nimoy. Huh. When serving in the U.S. Army, Barry won a talent competition with a tap dancing routine that, according to The Hollywood Reporter, led to Nimoy inviting him into the Special Service Corps, a branch of service that entertained the troops. After Barry won another talent contest and landed on Ed Sullivan's toast of the town, Nimoy gave Barry some advice. Lenny told me, you ought, to, you ought to get in touch with some of the people at the talent departments at the studios, Barry said in a 2012 interview. I said, I don't know how to do that, and he said, I'll do it for you, and he did, and he sent wires out to agencies, wires, and the people in charge of the talent programs at the various studios. I got a couple of bites, and I took the one from Universal. And that's what landed him on F troop. Wow, well, that's interesting. Good for him. Yeah. <clears throat> See, would you ever have thought that the dude on Mama's family had his career started by Leonard Nimoy? You wouldn't. No. I also didn't know that Leonard Nimoy was in the service branch. The uh, I did not either. That's news to me. We're going to entertain the troops.
1: That's illogical.
0: <laughs> and they both wound up doing military type shows.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Because Star Trek was a military based thing. Yeah. And then you have um, him on F Troop and Yep, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say he will be missed, but, uh, I didn't, you didn't even didn't, know who he was. No, I'd seen mama's family. Okay. I didn't realize that, you know, those people were still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't ever think about stuff in that terms. It's always when they die, you go, Oh, Oh, they were still alive. That's such yeah, a exactly.
1: It's like they, were, they weren't dead yet.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. It's that out of sight, out of mind thing.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: We walked. We talked about Walking Dead last week, right? We did. Okay. Just making sure. You need to talk about it again. Did no. you think of something? No. No. Okay. No, I just want to make sure we covered all the the basis of like pop culture shit. We did. That we go through. Yeah. Trying to think of all the other stuff, you know. Are you excited for the Star Wars Rogue One spinoff?
1: Uh, uh, you mean the
0: series? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I like I like Diego Luna. Yeah, most of the stuff I've ever seen him in. I'm like, he's a he's a really strong actor. I'm just finishing um, Narcos Mexico on okay on um, Netflix. And he's like the main character. Okay. And he's really good in the role. So, and I like Cassian Andor. So I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with this. Right. It's a weird, it's a weird thing because like, this is a character that was never meant to survive a movie. So, right. They don't make him a nice guy. He gets kind of a redemption at the end, mm-hmm. but most of this is going to be him having to be a dick.
1: Right. Well,
0: yeah. Unless they're going to retcon a bunch of shit.
1: Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see what the, how they decide to deal with it. You know, how far back does it go?
0: Right. I mean, you can't go too far back. Right. Uh, According to this, it's it's unclear exactly how far off the series will be from the events of Rogue One, though Luna did previously point out that CGI might be used to make his character look younger. Hmm. That's a lot of okay. money just to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's going to be good reason for it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. We're going to have to wait and see. I mean, I guess it's better than them going like, no, he actually survives. Right, like what you saw in Rogue One, because then I'd be like, "Fuck you guys." There's no reason for that.
1: That's right. Wakes up in the shower. Yeah, had bed dream.
0: Like it's just that shot of where the the wave is coming at them. Yes. And it envelops him, and all of a sudden he wakes up, and he's like, "Whoa, what the hell was that?" And Jin is like, "Just shut up and go back to sleep." Then you find out it's it's after the fall of the rebellion. Or after the fall of the empire. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? Ariana Grande and Mark Hamill got into a Twitter friendship. Oh, really? Oh, what is this shit? It's been a huge week for Ariana Grande, whose thank you, next music video broke YouTube records for having the most views within 24 hours of its release many stars have congratulated Grande on her extremely fun video which pays homage to the iconic teen movies and rom-coms of the early 2000s Um, one impressed celebrity is Grande's newest Twitter friend Mark Hamill Mark uh, he wrote hey remember when I became accidental Twitter pals with Ariana Grande well I just saw her new video and even though I'm not an expert I predict a very bright future for this young lady (laughs) Uh, the actor shared a link to the music video which currently has more than 77.5 million views on youtube holy crap he also shared screenshots of his initial twitter interaction with the singer which had star wars and arianators both incredibly excited is that what she calls her fans
1: i don't know because i'm not
0: one arianators Hamill included the hashtags "I'm not a regular dad" and "I'm a cool dad" in his post, which is a nod to Amy Poehler's Mean Girls character, who was played by Chris Jenner in Grande's new video. From the video of the, to the celebrity ex- responses, you would be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't enjoy at least an at least an aspect of this "thank you next" phenomenon. Hmm. And then she wrote back to him after he did the, I predict a bright future for this young lady. Thanks Luke Skywalker. I'm going to go sob in the corner and watch all your movies again. Now have a good one. (laughs) Well, that's sweet of her. Well, let's see what this. So, so he writes to her initially, you know, you're out of it. When someone suggests you tweet, What you think is just a random phrase that turns out to be the title of the new album by Ariana Grande one of the most popular artists in history of showbiz and then she writes back I'm going to tattoo this to my forehead what is happening to Mark Hamill he's losing it why is he being the creepy old guy on Twitter now I guess she's being tweeted at by Mark Ruffalo.
1: Well, now that she's dumped Pete Davidson.
0: <laughs> you think you think Mark Ruffalo's going to sweep in? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that the Wizard of Oz has beat out Star Wars as the most influential film of all time? Yes.
1: Wow. How do you feel about that? <clears throat>
0: I think I think the question is influential to who. Because I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who was born between like 65 and 80 who was not directly influenced by Star Wars. Where Wizard of Oz was a product product of its time in
1: 1939
0: right you know nobody's nobody now is going we should do another Wizard of Oz film I don't know so the, the top 20 list for most influential is the Wizard of Oz Star Wars, Psycho, <coughs> excuse me, King Kong the 1933 one, 2001 a space odyssey, Metropolis, Citizen Kane, Birth of a Nation, Frankenstein, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Casablanca, Dracula, The Godfather, Jaws, Nosferatu, The Searchers, Kabiri, Kabiria, Cabert, Cabiria, Cabir- Cabiria? 1914 film. Uh, Dr. Strange or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, Gone with the Wind, and Battleship Patankum. Potemkin. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen all these films, so I can't totally say this list is right. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of feel that things like Snow White and Casablanca um, maybe too high on the list.
1: Why would you say that? Too high is having too high of a number or too high <coughs> being close to the top?
0: Too high being close to the top. Okay. Because again, influential of all time is influential to who? It's the current, the current people. And most people nowadays are influenced by fucking superhero movies. Okay. So I just feel like those older ones might be too high. (coughs) Excuse me while I choke.
1: But do you think in 50 years people are going to be praising the Avengers for, for being such a classic?
0: I think infinity war will still be talked about. You think so? I think the ending of infinity war was something that was never leaked. Um, nobody saw coming and was a shock to a ton of people. Okay. Um, you know, but I think, I think when we reach that point, I don't think psycho should be number three. No, no. I mean, you have to give respect to the movies that created the genres. Sure. So Psycho, King Kong, 2001. It's nice that they're on this list. But if you were to go back and watch 2001 now with with a eight-year-old kid, they're going to be bored to tears.
1: Well, I think that's true of any movie that's, that's not current to the particular audience member
0: right which is why I think that this list shouldn't be reflective of all time and I don't think all time like you just can't say that about something like oh this is the best thing of all time well no somebody something's going to come along that's better I mean which which do you which do you think is a better movie Wizard of Oz or Star Wars oh
1: I think they're very close, but I think because of the longevity, Wizard of Oz tops it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just my opinion. (laughs) I mean, so Wizard of Oz and Star Wars have both influenced pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they say you can't go a day without hearing a Wizard of Oz reference. Really? You know, Annie, yeah, Annie M. Annie It's a twister. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. But the same thing can be said about Star
0: Wars.
1: Right. Luke, I'm your father. Uh, it's a trap.
0: Scruffy looking nerf you know. murder.
1: Exactly. And the same <laughs> thing with um, it's in clothing. It's on television. It's you know it's referenced in other movies it's referenced in pop music but i think that wizard of oz has got an extra 30 years on it 40 years on it yeah and uh you know that's what makes it come out ahead
0: hmm interesting that's okay. what i'm
1: saying
0: okay sure why not <laughs> All right. Well, we'll beg to differ on this topic.
1: Okay. Well, that's fine.
0: <clears throat> that's fine. Whatever.
1: That's what makes it interesting.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you have anything else for this week before we go until Christmas?
1: Mm, no,
0: I don't. And I'm not saying there won't be a podcast because there might be. Just saying, it's not going to be with you. Well, fine. Be yes. that way. Well, no, you're the one that can't do it. That's right. I'm busy.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm going down to those third world countries for a couple of weeks to help out. <laughs> going to take some bottles of tequila off their hands.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the listener you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week.
1: Merry Christmas.